I'm doing great. Thank you. And thanks so much for coming on the show. I know that there's like a ton of artists who really like working with you, especially country music artists, because you're incredible at what you do. Um, so I really just wanted to, to sit down with you and kind of learn more about you and, and everything that you have going on. Yeah, of course. I'm glad to be here today. Thank you. Yeah. You just came back from like a convention or a, a set of workshops. Tell me about that and tell me about all the things that you, you learned from there. Yeah. So I work for a barber brand. Uh, it's called Barber Joshua P. We just combined with another really big brand. It's called Team 45. So now we are known as OP45. And um, I was in Salt Lake City at the Salt Lake City Beauty and Barber Expo. And what I do is right now I'm in an intern position. So I'm learning how to educate and teach on stage at Barber and Beauty Expos with the brand. So I'll cut on like the smaller stage or um, answer questions people have about our online academy that we offer. So um, the online academy just teaches people to be more efficient with their haircuts and how to get men's haircuts done in an efficient and faster time frame. That's incredible to hear, though, that you're like on the way to, to kind of educating the next set of barbers and, and stylists in the area, or just, you know, out and about to, you know, show them your way of doing things because apparently it's taken off. I don't know if you know this, but from what I've seen on social media and, and different things like that, a lot of people want to work with you. It does. So team 45 is, uh, the brand so it's a long story but chris bossio is my mentor he owns team 45 um i'm part of a mentorship there's about cool maybe a hundred and some of us in it now every month he takes on 10 new people and we do like group mentorships so there's people at all stages of their barber career there's guys that own multiple barber shops guys that are in suites guys that are fresh out of barber school so Mm -hmm. And there's guys that are in barber school that are in the mentorship. So what we do is you te we teach you as a group because we all are giving our input and information to try and help everybody grow. And our goal is to get every barber to be a six-finger barber. And I believe we have, I want to say, over 90% of the barbers in the mentorship make wow. six figures. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, and, okay, so let's talk about this because <clears> – <throat> coming from someone who doesn't make six figures. I don't know what that's like, but tell me, show me, let's talk about like the day to day. What do you do on a regular day? We'll talk about some of the extraordinary days. Going on in your shop, that kind of thing. Uh, so I actually just bought this barbershop like four weeks ago from a barbershop that wasn't doing too well. Um, okay. But my day-to-day -day has changed over the past four weeks because I have a lot more to take care of than just a small one private chair suite. Um, my day is nothing crazy. I wake up like 5, 30, 6 o'clock, go to the gym, come home, shower, get ready for my day, get to work about 9, 9.30 to get the lights and everything turned on, give myself like that little decompression time. Cause I'm not a very, uh, outgoing person. So like, this is like my social hour when I'm here, this is where I talk and, uh, try to be an extrovert, but I'm not. So, uh, <laughs> this is like my, this is my time to like, just chat it up. Cause when I get home, I just want to live the world. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so my in a normal day, I see anywhere from 20 to 27 people. I do half-hour time slots, okay. so uh, mm-hmm. a haircut takes me about a half hour. I can do a haircut and beard in a half hour, 45 minutes, depending on like how detailed I'm, the, mm-hmm. the client wants it. Um, yeah. Also, like, of course, like the length of hair, if someone's going from like your length to like a skin fade or something like that, then obviously there's a lot more work and preparation that goes into cutting the hair. But, um, yeah, yeah I normally clock out here around like 8, 30, 9 o'clock and mm-hmm. go home, spend time with my wife and my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's a long day. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh man. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, I was talking a little bit about, about the quality of work that you do, because when I think, when I see you post on social media and I see, you know, your skin fades or, or any other, you know, posts that you make, I'd really consider being a barber, like being an artist. Like I, so in a way, that's another reason why I wanted to bring you on the show, because I highly appreciate your work as a barber. And then like, you also have been a barber to some really famous country music people. So I like wanted to talk about that too. So I just want to say thank you for all you're doing um, as an artist, as a barber. Cause like, I'm sure that there are some out there that that just come to work and just want to pay the bills and don't take the care and the artistry that you do. And I can tell it from just the social media posts that I've seen. And yeah, I think that's pretty incredible. Thank you. Yeah, I'm nowhere near as talented as some of the guys that I work with. Like, if I showed you some of the guys I work with, like the designs and hair color and stuff they do, they do like a lot of the creative stuff. There's a guy, Los Cut It, who I, um, he's like a, one of the top educators for our brand. And he's an educator for multiple other brands. This guy, the stuff that he does, he just had a haircut video, I think, reached 25 million people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he does. I'll have to send you something. It's <laughs> you think my stuff's good, you'll see that, and you'll be like, "Holy heck!" <laughs> yeah, I'd love to check that out. That's amazing. How cool. Okay, so we talked about the ordinary day. So tell me about some of the extraordinary days in your in your career. One of the things that I saw, I think this is maybe the first thing that that helped me find you on social media somehow was a video that you made about Luke Combs. So tell me about that. Cause you were, we were kind of talking a little bit before the interview started, but I'd love to know you got to cut Luke Combs's hair before his show. That's amazing. Tell me more about it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't remember what month it was. I want to say April, April or May Luke posted his like recap from the Detroit show, which was the show before the Pittsburgh show, which is my hometown. And, uh, I was on Twitter of all places. Like I'm never on Twitter, never post on Twitter. And I see it, <laughs> I just quote the tweet and I'm like, hey man, looking a little rough. You need a haircut, hit me up. And uh, the next morning I get a message from his tour manager, Ethan. And um, he's like, hey man, this is Ethan. I'm the tour manager for Luke Combs. Uh, if by any chance you're available, Luke would love to come, or would love you to come and give him a haircut. So I didn't think it was real at first because I was like, no shot. They saw the message. <laughs> so I ignored it at first and then I messaged him back and then he sent me his number and I called and you could hear like him and Luke in the background. And I, I just remember I like called and texted all my clients and I was like, 
hey man, uh, I got to cancel your appointment. <laughs> I have a really important haircut <laughs> to do today. That's awesome. But yeah, so, it was okay. uh, it was crazy because like when we got down to the stadium because I cut them at Fisher Stadium, formerly known as Hinesville, which is where the Pittsburgh Steelers play. Um, yeah. I was talking to Luke and he's like, "Yeah, man, I saw your tweet," and I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, who knew that that little roast would uh, would get you an all star client like that? That's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and, they all thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but and then he went out looking great. So I mean, it's a win win if you really think about it, you know. So for sure. And then, so how how was it? Like, did you feel like you were a little bit of a celebrity, like walking in, being this 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 all star barber, like? How was that? Yeah, so, like, I wasn't allowed to post anything for 24 hours just because of, like, confidential security stuff and, like, had to blur out our badges and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because they were telling me, like, some crazy stories about some things people have tried to do to get backstage. And um, But, honestly, like, it was pretty wild, honestly. Like, Luke went above and beyond for me and my wife as well for our experience at the concert. Um, he ended up giving us a private bar area, which was the visiting team locker room. Oh, wow. And it was just me and my wife in there. Um, he upgraded our seats. So we were like in, we we're in like a lower bowl section, but we didn't have floor seats and he upgraded us to the pit. Wow. Um, oh my gosh. Like I, he was like, I'm going to shut you. I was like, dude, I was like, I just want a picture with you. <laughs> and he still paid me. I mean. Honestly, wow. like the the way Luke took care of us, I mean, he had a person that escorted us, so they had me park next to the tour bus and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they had a security person that worked for Luke that would walk me and my wife back and forth, and um, yeah, it was just a crazy experience. And I don't think it like actually hit me like what I did. Until like a couple weeks later, when like my social media started just blowing, blowing up. up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible, though. No, that's so cool to hear because you know I've always heard that Luke Combs is a really nice guy too. So to know like you get to see it firsthand that you know he takes care of his people that take care of him. That's a big message, you know. So wow. But then like since then, you've also cut other country music celebrities. So tell me who else. Who's on your like roster of people that you've given a haircut to before a show or just in general? So the first country music artist that I linked up with was actually Granger Smith and his band. So um, I went to a show of his years ago before I was with my wife and um, I just had a great time at the show. So one of my first dates with my wife was a Granger Smith show and did meet and greets. And he's like taking his time getting to know everybody. He's like, so what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, I'm a barber. We exchanged information, never thought anything of it. Then um, one day his guitar player, Todd Howard, the dude with the really crazy long beard, hit me up and was like, hey, man, um, we may need a haircut. It didn't end up happening that time. But I reached out because um, I was heading to Roseburg, Oregon, which is like the middle of nowhere. Granger <laughs> was doing the Oregon State Fair. Cool. And I flew all the way to Roseburg, Oregon from Pittsburgh. And uh, 
Little did I know that Portland, Oregon was a three-hour drive from Roseburg, so I ended up taking a rental car and driving down. Yeah. But um, I caught them outside of the tour bus, got to hang out with them, got to talk with Granger and stuff like that. And um, anytime that I was in a town going to see their show, or if they were in Pittsburgh, I would cut them. So that was a pretty cool experience. Oh. Yeah, and my daughter is a huge Granger Smith fan. Yeah, um, and that's I saw that y'all like went to a recent show and that she was you know in the front row just vibing and, and loving her life. I, uh, that makes me so happy for y'all. That's precious, precious, precious. Yeah, and then most recently I cut Dylan Snyder. Oh yeah, he's got some great stuff. He opened for Granger. I ended up cutting him. That was in Columbus at one of Granger's last shows. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Yeah, you were I at? cut him right before the show. Um, and then I'm in the works of figuring out with Dustin Lynch about cutting him. Cool. That's amazing. When is he going to be in your area? Uh, he'll be in Hershey or state college, like later this summer, this spring, maybe. Cool. Okay. Well, let's put yeah, out some I've good vibes talking with this tour manager. Yeah. Let's put out some good vibes for that for sure. Okay, so when you reach out to these celebrities, do you ever have any managers or anything? I know that Luke was one of those, like, you know, if you you put on that social media post and then his manager reached out to you, but do you ever have, like, you know, where you slide in their DMs and just ask if they can do it and then they, like, don't get back to you or... How, how often do you have artists like say, yes, please. I would love a haircut with you. You know what I mean? Uh, for the most part, like people are pretty open to it because um, I'm actually the barber for a college football team and cut a lot of professional athletes in the area. Wow. And I was talking to them about how I wanted to start cutting like bigger name people and stuff like that. Yeah. And the players were like, you know, the last thing that crosses your mind, if you forget to get a haircut when you're in like where you're playing or where you're staying, he was like, the last thing you think about is a haircut. So he was like offering that. He was like, it's a huge thing because he was like more often than not, someone's going to be like, Oh yeah, I do need a haircut. <laughs> so um, I would say it's a pretty good, like uh, I get a pretty good response or like, I at least get something normally in return where they're like, Hey, um, I just had a haircut, but um, we'll keep you in mind for next time or whatever. Like, uh, I contacted Brett Young and his mm-hmm. manager got back to me and, uh, they're keeping me in mind for when they come back to Pittsburgh because they were like, we wish we would have heard from me. Like you would, they were like, we wish you would have reached out sooner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But it was That's like too close to the show and everything. They had all kinds of stuff that he had to do for their like, yeah. radio and stuff. So it just didn't work out. Yeah, 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 makes sense. But no, that's cool though that you actually get like a good amount of responses too, because I'm sure that a lot of people want to work with you if they can. So, okay, country music. Let's talk about that a little bit. What is on the top of your playlist right now? Like, what are you really listening to currently? What's playing in the shop? How about Man, that? I am a huge Hardy fan. I've been a huge Hardy fan though before he really blew up. Like, I'm like yeah. an OG Hardy fan. I am like four by four. Mm-hmm. All she left was me. Like those yeah. are like old hearty songs that I love. Like to this yeah. day. Mm-hmm. 
Signs and of like, Muse I is like. I pray that just one day I'll break out those songs at the show. Yes. Well, <clears throat> we did like a. My husband and I went to a Hardy show. I guess this was like back in March, but he did um, Signs Over You acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that was still one of my favorites. Like some of the best songwriting is from that first little EP he dropped, you know? Um, I just, I don't know. He's one of my favorites. Anybody else? Who else do you love? Uh, obviously Morgan Wallen, uh, Granger Smith. I'm a huge Granger Smith guy. I still have yeah. Granger on rotation, but um Man, I'm like an older country, older country guy. So I was raised on like Alabama. My parents are older, so like uh-huh. "Love First Degree" is like uh-huh. one of my favorite songs. Even though when I was five, six years old, I had no idea what the song was about. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, man, I'm trying to think. Big George Strait guy, um, yeah. Waylon Jennings. Um, so if my dad was still alive, he'd be 73. So like I grew up on like old, old country. Old country, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that's like that, my go-to. Like I'll put it on. My daughter's like, turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask, like, what does your daughter think? Like what is, what's her favorite? Because you said she loves Granger. She so loves like, Hardy. She's a, yeah. Truck Bed's probably her number one song. Good, um, yeah. She's big Granger Smith. Like if she could choose any concert to go to, she would choose Granger. No, oh, and I just I love him. Well, and and now he's going to step out of of playing, and so like I uh, that makes me sad, but also I get it. You know, the the commitment to his faith and wanting to spread the word more is is very encouraging and also inspiring. You know, but I get it. Oh man, he's an awesome performer. He's so. Funny I think there's too. a really good chance that he comes back to music eventually. Right. Yeah, and it may be one of those things where like he uses music to um, I don't know. Also, country music and also faith-based, like Christian contemporary stuff. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see where he goes with that. You know, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay. So, what do you think the future involves for Steel City Barber Lounge? Like, what do you think is the next couple steps for you and and for? I know you just talked about the merger um, of OP Forty Five, but I'd love to hear more about you know what you what you would like to happen within like the next like five years or so man so right before i got on this with you um there was a barber that was from florida that stopped in last week and we Mm -hmm. talked and i really i really digged his vibe and thought he was a great fit for here and i officially Mm -hmm. hired him right before this call so he'll be starting here at the beginning of the year um my goal right now is to uh kind of make this place my own because a lot of stuff on the wall isn't mine. So I'm slowly mm-hmm. taking stuff down. I'm going to get everything repainted and stuff like that. But um, man, my five-year goal, I like to shoot like for stuff that's like not realistic for myself mm-hmm. or not that it's not realistic, but something that's going to be hard to obtain. Yeah. Um, so Five years, I'm hoping to be out of this space into something bigger where it's a more of like an eight chair shop. This is a four chair. Um, yeah. Man, in five years, I'm hoping to have this place busy as heck every day. Um, <laughs> hopefully owning a couple of rental properties by that time yeah. and cutting hair because I want to, not because I need to. Not that I don't want to cut hair now. It's just I work six days a week. Um, 
Mondays are my only day off that I'm not cutting hair. Tuesdays, I'm at the football facility cutting the University of Pittsburgh football team. Um, And I'm assuming in five years, my daughter will be cutting hair. They're starting to cut hair because uh, she's actually coming with me to the world's largest barber expo in May, March, May. Wow. Yeah. So um, it'll be her first time attending the expo with me. and She'll get to watch me go on stage and all kinds of cool stuff like that. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's so incredible that you get to share that with her, too. I mean, she's going to love it. I, I just know it. And she's going to love watching you do your thing. That's got to be inspiring, too, you know, like, because I, I don't know. I like knowing that you're you're such a family man and that you love on your daughter and you guys get to do so much stuff together. Tell me, I guess this is like getting a little personal. I also have a daughter. She's like four years old. I've got a son who he's turning three in December. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you... As a dad, what do you do in order to make time for for your kid? Well, like, Ansley loves kid. coming to work with me because if you see that curtain over my right shoulder, <laughs> that's her uh, office area that she has a futon, a desk, and my uh, work phone currently. Normally, she brings her iPad with her. Um, we're going to be putting up some lights and posters in there for her in the coming weeks. Um, but outside of that, my daughter, she's really big into sports. She plays soccer and softball. So I make sure that I block off my schedule for those events. But also, um, we're a big sports family, me and my wife and my daughter. Mm -hmm. So, um, we go to a lot of Penguin games and University of Pittsburgh football games. Penguin games, yeah. though, have slowed down a little bit because, um, what, three of the players I cut got traded last year or signed somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, now it's like, all right, buying tickets for three people is pricey. So, yeah. But it's something that we're going to start doing more often again. But um, outside of that, my daughter is just a very, like, typical daddy's girl, like, wants to be with me wherever I'm at. Um, She's I'm, sometimes I have to yell at her because she harasses our dog, but <laughs> I mean, they fight like brother and sister. It's so funny. <laughs> that is really cute. Oh, no, I'd love to hear that, though. It's it's to see you and all of your success and also still stay grounded in family is is very awesome to see. OK, well, this was an awesome interview today. I've really enjoyed having you on. It's something different. And and I. I think uh, we uh, we talked about a lot of really good stuff. Is there anything else that you want to promote before we hop off today? If anybody's a barber and wants to move to Pittsburgh, we've got two more chairs available. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to be starting to host hands-on classes next year. So um, I can come to you. You can come here to Pittsburgh. I'll be offering one and three-day classes. So if you're interested, message me on my Instagram, Dave underscore. And um, if you're a hairstylist, I'm always down to do a collab, like a cut and color collab. So I'm always down to help other people. Or if you have any questions about how to grow as a barber or hairstylist, I love giving out free information. I love how inviting you are and how big into community you are. And I think that's another reason why you're doing so well is because people see that and say, see how genuine you are. So thanks so much for taking time to be so genuine and honest with me. And I can't wait to share this episode with you.
Yeah, this Thank is you. Lee with Coda Country, and you just heard David Peters on Coda Country Chats. Y'all have a good day. Bye.